We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Landfill, I'd like you to start an investigation, please. I just used the toaster, and some maniac had the toaster set at full blast. Who, who toasts like that? I don't toast bread here. We all know who it was. Who? Chris Russell. Had to be. We'll have to investigate. Put our full investigative team on it. Right now, time to get down to business. Get to some business, man. Figure out what is going on in Denver. Joining the program is Alfred Williams. You can follow him on Twitter at Big Al Radio via the BetQL guest line. Alfred, thank you for taking some time with us, man. Sean Payton to Denver. How did this all shake out? Man, I'll tell you what, it was an exhaustive process. Uh, we got rid of our coach with two weeks left to go in the regular season. And what we decided to do was uh, to go after a veteran coach that had some experience. After going through everything that we went through and being the laughing stock of the NFL uh, last year, it was important. It was really important that uh, we have a stable person in that position that could lead the team in the right direction because it's just been – you know, something you guys know about. It's been bad around here. <laughs> How you know we know about things being bad, man? Hey, man. You know, you know, like you guys out there in the D.C. metro area, we have a lot of championship pedigree around us here in Denver. And um, uh, we just know when it's right and we know when it's wrong. And uh, it's been wrong around here for roughly uh, five or six years. We had, had head coaches that, got the position of head coach and had to accept the fact that they didn't get their offensive coordinator that they wanted. They got what the organization wanted to give them and both Vance Joseph and um, coach Fangio, uh, Vic Fangio, uh, they were both handed to offensive coordinators. They had to go out and make changes after the first year in both cases. And, you know, it's, it, you know, it's, it, it, and, and many times in football, it's not, um, it's not necessarily what you know, it's how you start. And if you start off badly, it's hard to recover most times. Al, you know, you're a straight shooter. And I think, you know, you look at last year, and last year was awful in a sense. But right now, based off of you, you have Russ there. Last year he didn't have a good year, and I think many people would say it was the coach, and some people would say it was him. Having Sean Payton right now, what's the difference in opinions that you've seen around town? I think Russ had to be humbled, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. I think Russ came in here, you know, one of the main conversations that were had about uh, Russell Wilson, that he has never really garnered any MVP votes. So coming into Denver, you know, I think he thought he was going to tear it up and be uh, one of the guys that has 5,000 yards passing and 40 touchdowns plus and uh, lead a team to the playoffs. He's not built like that, man. Just being totally honest with you. He can't play that game. He doesn't have that in him uh, to throw the ball for 5,000 yards in a season. And we're talking about a 17-game season now. We're not talking about a 16-game mm-hmm. season where 5,000 yards feels like a uh, an immaculate type of season. Russell Wilson's not built like that. He had to be humbled. Some of the things that uh, he was allowed to do last year can't, can't be allowed to ever happen again in an NFL setting. 
You can't have your own office next to the coaches. You can't have six parking spots for your staff at the facility. I mean, it, it, it's something for out of your a staff. That's so <laughs> real, real housewives of, of them. You can have man. a staff, I mean, it, but it was, they got to work at their own damn office. Yeah, man. Look, look man, <laughs> Russ, man. You know, you know, maybe the people out there don't understand in the DMV, but let me tell you something, man. Russell out here, the conversation will was. Will Russell Wilson have more touchdowns than bathrooms? He had 12 bathrooms in his house, and the question was, <laughs> will he have more touchdowns than bathrooms here in Denver? It I, was hope, I hope he's eating man. a lot of fiber. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, 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 you know, he bought the biggest record. I mean, he bought the biggest house on record here in the Denver metro area. And, look, man, I ain't trying to count nobody money. But, you know, w- when you have a house of that size and that stature, then have your staff over at your house. Why do they have to be at the facility? So yeah, I think yeah. all of those things will change. And a guy like Sean Payton is needed to change that culture. Yeah, I think like some level quarterbacks, they have staffs and all that, but it should not be at the building because I think that, that looks a little ridiculous. You got to – you know what? You got that much money? Go build them a little office. Uh, we're, we're talking with Alfred Williams here. You can follow him on Twitter at Big Al Radio. Um, Alfred was a first-round pick by the Bengals in 91, won two Super Bowls with the Denver Broncos, and played his college ball at Boulder. Got the bling for, bling, for the Colorado man. Colorado Buffaloes. Um, Al, I have a simple question about Russ Wilson. Can, can you confirm that he's been taken over by an alien and is no longer a human? <laughs> Man, that is the best question I've had. He seems like an alien, dude. And I can't answer. I, I can't answer it, honestly. Um, <laughs> That's the best part. I mean, what, what kind of question is that? But it's a good one. It's a good one. I, dude, it seems like an alien to me. I do don't you, know. Do, do you feel, based off of what you saw offensively last year and coaching, do you think Sean Payton can get things on the right track? Well, I know that Sean Payton's going to be able to get things uh, going on the right track because of his track record with different offensive personnel. And, and when you look at what he's had to deal with, uh, he's delivered the goods offensively. And I think when you look at his team, they've always played with an edge, whether that's defensively, special teams. You know, we talked to a couple guys yesterday from the Saints organization that talked about the onside kick in the Super Bowl. Yes. And uh, when when was it installed? And like a good coach – for the biggest moment, you install it in training camp and you tell the team we're going to run it this week you know, or we're thinking about running this week. And then we were told at halftime they told the team that they were going to run the onside kick that they had been practicing and everybody got excited. And, you know, you have to prepare for the moment. Uh-huh. You know, this, this is, this, you, don't, you don't get to these places in the NFL where we start to talk about championships without preparing for the moment. And sometimes – you need to get your ass smacked early so that you understand that you're not ready for the moment. And take a look at the Buffalo Bills. I think they got smacked, and they understand that they're not ready for the moment. And when you look at the Denver Broncos, we were really smacked down because we were never ready for critical moments of games. And you go back to the first game last year against the Seattle Seahawks in prime time, bro, in prime time against the Seattle Seahawks, and we were the laughing stock of the entire NFL after that first weekend in the NFL, and it continued. Yep. Um, so beyond Russ reverting from alien life form back to human life form, <laughs> what 
are the holes for Denver? Because, I, I mean, just looking at the roster, there's not a ton of cap space there. You could, you could uh, like every year, you could release some veterans or try to rework some contracts and, and, and come up with a little space. But it, it seems like they've built a pretty good team. I, I like the wideouts. I know they had some injuries. Um, what, what do they need to, to fix that thing? We need an intelligent coach who knows how to put a good game plan together and know how to attack the different levels of the defense, whether it's the first, second, or third levels of the defense. We need somebody that knows how to really attack it. And I think uh, we got that now. And, you know, I don't know what's going to happen for our defensive coordinator. Now, the talk around town is uh, an invitation was sent back out to our former head coach, Vic Fangio, to come back as a defensive coordinator. Now, think about that. Just last year – Right around this time, he was the head coach of the Broncos that was uh, released, and now they're going to ask him to come back as a defensive coordinator. I don't know if he, you know, if he's going to do it. I don't know if I would do it, but um, figuring out what we're what we're going to do on defense is it a four three defense? Is it a three four defense? We need offensive line help, and in particular, we need interior offensive line help. When you look at Drew Brees when he was at the best, and I'm only talking about Drew, uh, talking about Drew Brees because. He is an undersized quarterback. Russell Wilson is an undersized quarterback. Which, when you look at them, they were great at the guard positions, both left and right, and they were great at the center position. We have to make sure that those three positions will never be challenged again around here in Denver if we want Russell Wilson to be good because he has to have some space between that center, that guard, and you have to have at least three or four yards so you can have uh, ability to see the field and push the ball down the field. We've got to be better at guard center. Um, well, we'll see if it happens for you. I, I did want to ask you a, a couple other questions, and forgive me for going off topic here. I'm um, speaking with Alfred Williams out in Denver, won two Super Bowls with the Broncos. Um, you talked about some defensive coaches that got stuck with bad OCs that wasn't their choice. And I can't help but think you're talking about Pat Shermer as one of them. Um, Pat Shermer has been connected with the commander's offense coordinator job here. Um, one, I guess, were you talking about Shermer? And two, what did you think of his run in Denver? Uh, I was actually talking about uh, Scangarillo. Okay. Scangarillo was the first-time <laughs> offensive coordinator yeah. with Vic Fangio in his first year here. And Vic Fangio selected uh, Coach Shermer uh, after he fired Rich Scangarillo. Scangarillo. Okay, what'd you so, think of Shermer while he was out there then? Because those were some bad hated offenses. It. <laughs> He's a hated it. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an in living color? Me, uh, yeah. Here, here. Let me let me tell you. You know, um, not telling you that the guy doesn't know offense, but his greatest year came when Case Keenum was playing quarterback for him in in Minnesota with the Vikings. Outside of that, run, yeah. I don't see much history of great offensive performance. Now, Case, if you were telling me Case Keenum was going to be your quarterback and Pat Shermer was going to be your offensive coordinator, I'd say go for it. But you guys are in a world of trouble right now because I think that you're going to be slow to go on mostly everything because you guys are in the middle of a sale of a team. And I, I just think you're just going to allow the ship to go rudderless without a real owner. So that's a, that's a tough situation that you guys are in. I, we talk about you guys out, out here in Denver because – we think that that team is built and is ready to win, and you need a you need an offensive minded coach, and you need a quarterback, and you're ready to go. But wow, we don't have both I, I don't of those. Think that you're going to get it. Instead, we have Sam Howell and Ron Rivera. 
<laughs> right. And, you know, I was, you know, the, the, you know, w- what we've been speculating is the right move for the, um, for the Washington commanders is to go out and get a guy like Derek Carr, who's going to come out of this contract situation with the Raiders in a better position than, than ever he thought, you know, whether that's going to the jets or going to the Washington commanders, it's going to end up yielding better results for one of the two teams. I think that's just a natural progression for uh, two teams that are ready to go that just need a quarterback. And I, I, I'm, I'm quite sure you guys have talked about it a little bit, but uh, he seems to be the perfect match for you guys. Um, I just don't think they're going to pay him. And Carr is going to command a lot of money. To your point about the lack of ownership, Carr is going to get, what, 35, 40 mil a year? And somebody's got to cut that check and put it into escrow the day they sign him? Ain't happening. I don't know. Um, Last one, Al. Um, You are a Colorado Buffalo. I think you won a natty in college, those really good Bill McCartney teams. Um, You... Deion Sanders just took over the Buffalo's job. Deion, Deion is in Boulder. You got a bunch of hippies and Deion. Is it going to work? <laughs> you know what, man? I think it's going to work. You know, I, I, I saw something today on my uh, on my Twitter timeline, and it was Little Wayne in the CU's uh, athletic facility just hanging out with Deion. There are some things that you – you get with prime that you don't get with other coaches, man. And that's the ability to, to take the most popular people in pop culture and integrate them into Boulder, Colorado. Listen, Boulder's not built like that, you know, and I, I, and I'm here to tell you when we were rocking and rolling and winning a ton of games and championships down there in Boulder, it was not easy. And we were on the cover of sports illustrated at, at one point for having all these arrests, that happened because the police weren't ready for uh, this this collective of young black athletes from all around the country. Listen, man, we needed help. We had a we had to go out and get a guy by the name of Dr. Will Miles to come in and 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 and, and, and calm us down at times because uh, it was not uh, it was not the greatest atmosphere early on. But by, I got to tell you, by 1989, it was smooth sailing, man. And I'm telling you, it's been great ever since for the student-athletes there. But um, at some point, you know, you need a man to take over the program that's, uh, that can lead. And I think Dion is the right guy, man. Right now, Dion Sanders, I think, is doing a great job. Once again, when you got pop icons showing up at the University of Colorado in this new digital age of social media, that weighs heavy in, the, in these kids' mind that they're going to be a star, and he's going to aid that. Well, dude, I, I mean, as a kid – I loved Colorado. I mean, I remember Eric Bieniemy, who we're going to talk about for an hour here in D.C. Uh, I mean, I, I remember Bieniemy, Cordell Stewart, Michael Westbrook, Rashawn Salam. Like the jerseys were cool. You got Ralphie the Buffalo running around killing people. <laughs> like I, I just, I loved that program when they were good and important in college football. And and I'm excited and hope they uh, they get back there. I, I'm guessing you overlapped with Bieniemy at Colorado. Uh, I don't know if you know yeah, him. Could yeah, speculate. Do you I think he in. would? I'm sorry. Eric and I came in before you even asked the question. Yes, he'd be a great offensive mind for you there with the Washington Commanders. Um, you think Eric take... and I came into the University of Colorado uh, uh, same year, 1987, and we played all four years together. We were all Americans together. We played uh, in the league against each other uh, for many years, and I, I hold him as one of my best friends. You know, I was the captain of the national championship team. 
Eric was a star offensive player along with Mike Pritchard and Darian Hagan. And, you know, what he's become, what he's become uh, as a head coach, I mean, excuse me, as an uh, uh, assistant head coach uh, is unbelievable, man. His demeanor, he's a tough-ass dude. Now, I got to tell you. And, that, you and like that, stuff, that, I think that's what people talk about a lot. Well, why? He, you need to hold people accountable. I mean, too many of these knuckleheads that yeah. they think they can do what the hell they want to do. Now, now, B-Mix, now, you said it now. Now, a lot of people, now, you know, you know, I have an issue here. Once again, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about my friend here. Um, I have a problem here because we've had guys that have left Kansas City and the general manager's role that have gone on to have these important positions, not select Eric Bandamy. And I have a problem with that because mm-hmm. they know what kind of person he is. He is a family man through and through. He is a tough-ass coach, and he leaves no stone unturned. Mm-hmm. He is dedicated to the craft. He's talking about it all the time. As a matter of fact, you know, I've told you, uh, I've known this guy since I was 18 years old. We don't talk until the football season is done. <laughs> that's, that, that's how serious he takes it yeah. because he's watching film, man. He's doing something, you know what I'm saying? And with the little time that he has away from football, he's with his family. So uh, I, I don't understand why an organization hasn't chosen him yet. I can guarantee you this. There have been some piss-poor decisions for head coaches out there and Eric Bannerman certainly deserved it uh, before a guy. I'm not going to even mention his name. Let's just say the coach out in Thailand. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, you think he would come to Washington? I don't know. You know, uh, I, once again, I told you we don't talk until after the season, but I would imagine that it's time for him to exit Kansas City stage left. It's time to go. It's time to it's time for him um, to be seen as the offensive innovator that he is. And I don't think that um, staying in Kansas City benefits him any longer. I mean, what are we talking about? We're talking about every time you mention the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, you mention Andy Reid and his greatness. You don't, you don't mention, you know, um, the offensive coordinator who is Eric the enemy of record. And, and, you know, D'Amico Ryans took a job. Um, you know, after being an assistant, I think five or six years, Eric has been in this league, man, almost, you know, almost 15 years or so. It should have been him some time ago. But I think once he gets to the next position that he has, people will understand and know what he's all about. There you go. Hey, Al, thank you so much, man. We might have to follow up if they hire Eric, get you out here. Oh man, no, no problem, man. Listen, man, I'm always in your guys' hood. Uh, if you ever need me, just give me a shout, man. Love the people out there. Love our nation's capital. And, and man, uh, can't wait to see what you guys do with that quarterback position. All right, same here. Thank you so much. We're on the same boat. <laughs> give Al a follow at I Big appreciate Al you, Radio. That was terrific stuff. Oh, yeah. Almost as terrific <laughs> as working with John Leahy. Yep. You got to buy a house or sell a house, he's the guy you want to be. And if you want a stress-free home sale with no hiccups, you reach out to my friend John, just like Jacqueline. Jacqueline needs to move to Ohio to help care for her mother, so she contacted an EXP agent in Ohio to help her search for a home there. But she needed an agent in Maryland to help her sell her home in Capitol Heights. She needed to be with her mother ASAP, but felt she also needed to be present to sell a home in Maryland. But you can't be in two places at one time, so she was feeling very stressed. So her, her, her uh, Ohio agent put her in touch with John and his team, and after talking with Jacqueline and assuring her that she can go ahead and move to Ohio, and let John and his team take care of her selling her home, she went ahead and moved on. The experts at the Fine Living Group went to work, listed her home for $305,000, and in two weeks, 
it was under contract for $307,000, and it closed within 30 days. Jacqueline was happy with John and, and how his team relieved her of all that stress and helped her get where she needed to be. We're talking about John Leahy and the fine living group of EXP Realty. Go to johnsellsdmp.com and find out your home's value in seconds. It only takes a few seconds to request an instant cash offer on your home at johnsellsdmv.com. And John offers you flexible fees customized to your needs. How about this? If you want to sell your house and you just need a little bit of help before you do it, maybe you're short on cash, don't give up. Talk to John. He and his team can help tee up your home for market by getting you up to $50,000. You heard that right, fifty dollars to make repairs and upgrades you need, making your home irresistible to buyers and getting you more money than you just settle up on the back end with John at closing. Call John today, 301-900-3052. Go online to johnsellsdmv.com, or what's even easier, just Google John Leahy Group and start packing. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.